Today's episode of The Daily Ding is brought to you by Robinhood. With Robinhood, you can invest in stocks, options, and ETFs right from your phone. You can even spend and earn interest on uninvested cash. And with fractional shares, you can buy stocks in any amount, including companies like Apple, Amazon, and Tesla, for as little as $1. And that's with no commission fees or account minimums. So whether you're new to investing and ready to learn or looking for a better experience, stop waiting and join over 10 million Robinhood users. Listeners can get started with a free stock by going to thedailyding.robinhood.com. That's thedailyding.robinhood.com. All investments involve risk. This is not an investment advice, a recommendation, or a solicitation of any security. Other fees may apply. Visit rbnhd.co slash fees. The free stock program is subject to certain limitations. Annual percentage yield on uninvested cash is paid by program banks and is variable. Robinhood Financial is not a bank. Welcome to the Daily Ding on the Athletic Podcast Network. It is what it is to me. The kiss. He's soft. He's, soft. he's not. He's not even in my league. Like nowhere near me. Um, and if if I was their coach, I would I would never put him on me ever again. He, he's like no. Put somebody else on me because I'm I'm a tad up every time we play. So- Reverse flush and ain't that a smooth one. This all goes, and I hope I have no friends. And his response was, I'm sorry, I just wanted a frosty. I want Tyler to know his ass should have got thrown out. If I was a ref, I would have tossed his last. How dare you? Good morning and welcome to the Daily Ding. We've got all your action from a very, very, very nice Wednesday night in the NBA. I'm your host, Dave DeFore. Joined by my man, Trayvon Edwards. What's up, Trey? What's going on, man? Long time, no talk, brother. I know. It's been a while, and we actually had good games on a, on a night when we're on the Daily Ding together for the first time in forever. Rob Lopez is, uh, I don't know, working on Golden Globe speeches or something like that. Coming up on today's show, Big Honey is money in the clutch. The Spurs just will not die, and the Bucks right the ship after losing in San Antonio. But first, Trey... I think it's safe to say that the Heat aren't in the Pacers league. The Heat defeat the Pacers 122 to 108 in Indiana. Uh, Jimmy Butler looking pretty good despite the back injury. Uh, had 14 points, seven assists, six rebounds, and he got TJ Warren kicked out of the game. Uh, things got a little bit touchy there, Trey. Yeah, I mean, when you call somebody trash to their face, and I mean, it happens. I don't think TJ Warren is trash, but I do back Jimmy on him saying that he's not in his league. And, you know, some friendly competition, but obviously it went past the game and onto Instagram where Jimmy circles uh, their next matchup. And I guess he's probably going to try to prove a point of why they're not in the same tier. I don't know, but maybe this helps the ratings go back up. To me, I think it's tough for him because I can guard him and he can't guard me. Like at the end of the day, that's what it comes down to. Um, but like I said, um, I think you just got to watch your mouth in certain situations. There's some that you just don't say as a man. And, um, I mean, he, he got he to see me the next time because I, I feel like what he said was, was truly disrespectful. And it's all good because um, we see him again. I'm, I ain't scared of nobody. So, you know, he's talking about, oh, we're going to fight, this, that, this, that. It is what it is to me. The kiss. He's soft. He's not, he's not even in my league like nowhere near me um and if if i was their coach i would i would never put him on me ever again he's like no 
put somebody else on me because I'm I'm a tad every time we play. So He's trash. I mean, listen, we could all use a rivalry, and and this is two good teams. They could face each other in the playoffs. This could be a a little bit of a playoff preview. Uh, of course, Pacers still without Victor Oladipo, although we did learn that he'll be back on January 29th, which we'll get to when we get to the news portion of the program. Uh, but Malcolm Brogdon also missed this game with the back injury. Uh, you know, Indi- Indiana's dealt with injuries quite a bit this season. They've had multiple starters miss 10 games, which is just kind of wild that that they've still been this good. Um, but they just didn't have enough firepower. They, you know, they lost the third quarter tonight, 38-23. They were down 13 at the half. The, the game was basically over at that point. I, I still want to feel bad for Indiana just because they don't have Oladipo yet. But like you said, it, you know, them being able to compete and I'm still shocked at what Miami's doing, you know, and Bams continue to make his case of, you know, most improved or even all-star case. Um, but like I said, when we, when they meet up in March and they, they have Oladipo, it'll be, might be a different story. So I can't wait to see these two uh, match up again. Yeah. You, you mentioned Bam. He had 18 uh, points and nine rebounds to go along with it. You know, he he really makes their offense extremely dangerous. The way that they use him out top as a screener, he's fantastic in DHOs. And with the way the guys are shooting around him, Duncan Robinson, who had 17 tonight, including 11 in that big third quarter for the Heat, the way that the team is shooting around him makes him even more dangerous. Those fake dribble handoffs going to the basket, there are not a lot of bigs that can hang with him. No, not at all. I think he... He pretty much owns his matchups. I mean, you know, his quickness and, you know, being able to, to take the ball off the dribble and, and, and finish strong and, and having a soft touch and, and being able to do these things uh, gives him an advantage and also helps his teammates uh, create driving lanes and other things um, to score better. Yeah, and then you have a night like tonight where the, the, the Heat gets so much production off the bench. 52 points off the bench combined for Derek Jones Jr., Tyler Harrow, and, and Goran Dragic. I mean, it's just... It's hard to overcome, especially for the shorthanded Pacers. Uh, Demonis Sabonis had 27 points, 14 rebounds, and six assists. This is 30th double-double of the season. Now, when he signed that extension, I said, well, there's no way he's getting any of these bonuses. Uh, Trey, I'm pretty sure Demonis Sabonis is an all-star. Man, you you can make a case for a, a ton of these guys, but again, it's gonna go all uh gonna work in uh, the coach's favor and and what work they've done towards you know what I mean towards the rest of the league. Um, but yeah, I, I do like his chances as well. I feel like the East is probably the most realistic standpoint for a lot of first time first time All Stars. Uh, Aaron Holiday filling in for Brogdon in the starting lineup had 14 points, five assists. Jeremy Lamb chipping in 13. And Edmund Sumner uh, finally getting healthy at 13 points off the bench uh, for Indiana. And they really, really need these guys to step up and contribute for the next few weeks while they're waiting for Oladipo to get back. In Dallas, we had a matchup, potential playoff preview between the Mavericks and the Nuggets. And the Nuggets come away with a victory, 107-106, thanks to Nikola Jokic and his game-winning bucket. Trey, there is no one in the league that takes advantage of a, of a mismatch in the post the way that Jokic does. Man, no. I mean, looks are deceiving, but he continues to deliver. And how he casually just put them away was just like, you know, like, oh, all right, who do I have on me? Let me work this out. And it was just, it was too easy. It was too easy, and he had. It was pretty much he just got in there and was able to just throw his little hook, and it just rolled in, 
And we kind of knew that was the game, obviously, because, you know, the Mavs weren't going to get such a better, an easier look than that. They gave him too much time. So, And Jokic started out a little bit slow. You know, he only had seven points in the first half. Didn't really look, a, he didn't look aggressive. I mean, he was making the right play, but he wasn't looking to get his own. Came out in the third, had 21 points, 26 total in the second half. Uh, and, you know, this guy in the post is, is just so dangerous. He's actually second in the league behind Joel Embiid in points per possession when he posts up. And then we've got some stats courtesy of our friend TJ McBride of Mile High Sports. In the clutch, Nikola Jokic, his per 36 numbers are just insane. 32 points a game, 10 rebounds, 6.8 assists. He, is, he has now hit six game-winning shots in the last two seasons, which is the most of anyone in the NBA. Is Nikola Jokic the most clutch player in the league, Trey? I don't know if I want to say that, but... Um... You know, he has a chance to throw his hat in there. You know, I don't I don't think he's even toting that around as well. But, you know, and the proof's in the pudding. So, you know, he belongs in the conversation for sure. Hey, I think he's at least got to be top five when you're talking about guys getting it done. Speaking of getting it done, Jeremy Grant for this team I thought was fantastic. Uh, you want to talk about adding a dynamic guy to a team that has a lot of dynamism as it is. Uh, no Millsap, no Will Barton. Jeremy Grant, 15 points, five rebounds, two assists, a steal, and three blocks. He blocked Jokic, or not Jokic, sorry. Uh, he blocked Doncic tonight twice in one possession, and it was just a great example of what he brings on the defensive end. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I mean, what can, what can I say? I mean, when you had when you add that in there and, and and making those big spots, because obviously it was one look, especially one that I, I think save the game is you know i mean pretty much luca has a clear look to the lane he thinks he has a layup and blop <laughs> you know <laughs> once you see that block you just kind of looking like where did this guy come from and you know those are those are the scenarios that 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 needs to happen and and those those win basketball games and if they can keep that up i think they're you know i've been saying this for a long time be a favorite out the west yeah, the Nuggets really are starting to come into their own. I mean, they've looked sluggish all year, but I, I do think that that here recently, especially Jokic the last couple of games, it just looked like they're a little bit more determined. Um, and if they can just get healthy, get everyone out there, I mean, I think this team could be potentially really special. And, and for the Mavs, Luka Doncic, 27 points, 9 rebounds, 10 assists, 6 turnovers, but, you know, pedestrian numbers uh, for, for Luka, which is wild to say about a guy that just turned 20. Uh, Dwight Powell had 16 points, eight rebounds, three assists. Thought he did a pretty good job tonight. He seemed to be the only guy that could really hold up uh, against Jokic, um, and, and he couldn't even do it that long. And, and so, you know, again, Jokic such a load, and, and you know, you got to have a guy like Dwight Powell that can that can handle him. Maxi Kleber could not, uh, but he did chip in 13 points and seven rebounds. Seth Curry had 14 points, uh, a rebound, an assist, and a steal. In news. Indiana Pacers guard Victor Oladipo targeting a January 29th debut coming back from that ruptured quad that he suffered last season. He spoke to the athletic Sham Sharania about his plans for his comeback. I know you have a return date here set for you. What is that and how excited are you to finally get back on that floor? Uh, January 29th. Uh, we play the Chicago Bulls at home on a Wednesday night. Um, and, you know, that could change. That might not change. Who knows? Um, but it's definitely good to have something to look forward to, especially after 12 months of wondering 
and hoping and not being sure and 12 months of the unknown. So to actually, you know, have something and a goal to look forward to is, is pretty astronomic for me in, in this process, but, you know, I'm way stronger now than I was before, especially mentally. So um, I just feel like nothing can phase me. I've been through the worst. So my better days lie ahead. Now, Trey, we just talked about Indiana and, you know, how they've basically been a mash unit all season, suffering injuries, dealing with injuries, no Oladipo all year. Uh, When he comes back, he's going to add quite a bit of spark to that offense. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, he becomes the offense. Everything changes. You know what I mean? Whatever they've been doing, they have to now work around their star. And I think slowly he'll kind of work his way off the bench and then, you know, find a role. But the good thing about what Nick McMillan has done with this team, you know what I mean, pretty much turn uh, water into wine is get his role guys prepared to play later on past April. And I think that is uh, particularly the scenario that can uh, – pretty much happened and with Victor being added into this lineup you get about 20 points uh per game or even more you know what I mean and also that closer that they've sorely needed yeah that's a great point Trey and and you're right they they added with uh Brogdon and with the growth of Sabonis something that they were definitely missing when they had Oladipo and uh I mean obviously the you know the ceiling is the roof for this team with Oladipo coming back they could actually make some noise in the playoffs if he's you know, is healthy and a hundred percent by the time the playoffs start. Uh, speaking of healthy, I mean, a lot of injury news in our news today, uh, an MRI on the back of Lakers star, Anthony Davis came back negative for a serious injury. Uh, the team says that he has a gluteus maximus contusion, Trey. He's going to travel with the team on its upcoming road trip. Uh, Lakers play Dallas Friday and Oklahoma city Saturday, and he's going to be questionable, questionable for at least the Mavs game. In Philadelphia, Sixers star Joel Embiid will not play in Thursday's game against the Celtics. He uh, very nastily dislocated that left ring finger, uh, according to the team, and uh, I'm sure that is pretty swollen. Golden State Warriors head coach Steve Kerr has been fined $25,000 for his tirade during Monday's loss to the Sacramento Kings, where he told the referee to wake up. Uh, That paraphrased there a little bit. And... uh, for the Magic, uh, another knee injury. Al Farouk Aminu underwent surgery to repair a torn meniscus in his right knee on Wednesday. He's going to be reevaluated in about 12 weeks, uh, so he's probably out for the season. Uh, but good news, Jonathan Isaac will not require surgery to repair the sprain and bone bruise that he suffered in his left knee. He's going to be reevaluated in about eight weeks, so uh, we probably won't hear anything about him until about March. But Probably done for the year, but good news, no surgery. And uh, in New York, Bobby Portis was fined $25,000 for recklessly making contact above the shoulders of an airborne shooter. Uh, The league announced on Wednesday he hit Contavious Caldwell-Pope in the second quarter Tuesday night in the head uh, and then might have committed another flagrant foul in uh, or a questionable flagrant foul in tonight's game against the Utah Jazz. Uh, Trey... At a certain point, a guy's going to have a reputation. Do you think he's going to get another fine for the foul that he committed in uh, the game against Utah? Absolutely. The league has to look into this. I mean, the first time he apologized, but the second time, either you stop going for blocks just because your timing's poor or 
this dude is just kind of, you know, messing with the league now at this point. And I'm still trying to to give him the benefit of the doubt and, and feel that it's not done in purpose. But two times in a row, mm, nah, I think he deserves to sit down for a little bit and, you know, and regroup and, you know, what I mean, take it a little bit more serious because he's he's literally clubbing guys at this point. And, you know, I, I was kind of nervous for Utah to even put their their starters back out there. Yeah, it's not it's not a good look for sure. Running down the rest of the games from a pretty busy Wednesday night, uh, the Raptors defeat the Hornets in overtime. Uh, the game kind of swung back and forth there at the end. The Raptors led by by 12 in the third and then trailed by 10 in the fourth. Um, again, no Gasol, no Siakam, no Van Vliet, no Norm Powell. That's okay because they had Terrence Davis making his first NBA start, 23 points, 11 rebounds, 5 assists, and a steal. Serge Ibaka had 23 points, 11 rebounds, a couple of blocks. Uh, he hit uh, some clutch free throws after drawing a foul from Terry Rozier. And uh, OG Ananobi had 19 points, 7 rebounds. Kyle Lowry with 15 points, 9 assists. Pat McCaw chips in 13 and 5 with 11 assists, which is impressive by McCaw. Uh, Terry Rozier had 27 points, 3 assists, 3 steals, and 1 big miss on a potential game winner in overtime. Miles Bridges tri- uh, chipping in with 26 points, nine rebounds. Cody Zeller had 14 points and eight rebounds. And PJ Washington continues to have a really, really nice rookie season 12 points, 12 rebounds, six assists, and a couple of blocks. In Boston, the Spurs defeat the Celtics. Somebody break up the Spurs. They're getting hot. 129 to 114. Uh, the Spurs led 22 to three at the beginning of this game. That, that is not a typo on my rundown. Uh, they actually led 22 to three, just really, really looking way better the last eight games. Uh, Kemba Walker got ejected in this game. He only played 18 minutes, had six points, three rebounds, four assists. And uh, he got ejected. What I thought was a clean screen. Um, I thought he flopped trying to make a point and uh, he wasn't happy about it and disagreed with the referee and, you know, let him know and got ejected for it. Uh, I'd rather not see these guys get ejected, but it happened. Then we had a fan throw a beer on the court, and that guy gets arrested. And now, you know, probably can't go back. Uh, apparently, uh, Pop wasn't very happy about the incident. Um, you know, but you live and learn. Hopefully, that guy doesn't come back to TD Garden. DeMar DeRozan had 30 points, six rebounds, four assists. Lonnie Walker, 19 points, three rebounds. Brent Forbes with 15 points and six assists. Derek White, 15 points, three rebounds. Gordon Hayward, 18, 3, and 3. Jalen Brown with 16 points, and Daniel Tice with 15 points and 5 rebounds. In Orlando, the Magic defeat the Wizards 123 to 89. Bradley Beal missed this game with a leg injury. Thomas Bryant's still out. Rui Hachimura's still out. Davis Bertans is out. Mo Wagner's out. And uh, yeah, nobody played in this game, and uh, it showed. The Magic swept the season series against the Wizards this season. It's the first time they've done it since 2010-2011. Nikola Vucevic with 29 points, 9 rebounds. Evan Fournier with 19 points. DJ Augustine with 18 points. Trey, does it feel like the Magic are sort of turning the tide here? Uh, yeah, I mean, you know, they, they still got some fight and in the East, obviously is wide open. You can actually get into the playoffs with a losing record. Um, despite having, uh, Jonathan Isaac have a seat, you know, um, you know, they continue to fight and they still got some guys that's hungry over there and, uh, and, and continue to continue to, you know, compete 
and guys really want to play pass, you know what I mean? Just be just because you're eighth seed or seventh seed, you know, you still want you still believe that you've got a chance to win it all. So, um, you know, it's not it's not lost or it's not over for Orlando. I mean, they they've they've tasted success before, um, and want to continue to start something and hopefully make it a continuous thing. Uh, in Atlanta. Trey Young beat James Harden 42. Oh, sorry. Uh, the Rockets defeat the Hawks 122 to 115 uh, without Russell Westbrook. James Harden had 41 points, 10 rebounds, 10 assists, a couple steals, three blocks, eight turnovers. But Trey, he was four of 20 from the three point line. Yeah, I mean, he was god awful from actually shooting. Um, but if it's anybody, James Harden's the only person with shooter's amnesia where he can take 30 shots and and shoot 4% or 16% or whatever you want to call it and go back out there and do the same thing and, and kill it. So, um, you know, this won't stop his confidence. I mean, he's a confident player, probably one of the most in the in the league. And, you know, he has the support from his coaching staff and his teammates. They're going to continue to box out and they're going to continue to find him as he continues to take these wild shots. Yeah. Uh, Clint Capella continues to have a really great season. Another 2020 game for him. 22 points, 22 rebounds, two steals, a couple blocks and a couple missed layups on a fast break. Uh, ben McElmore, 18 points, three rebounds. Eric Gordon rounding his way back into shape, 17 points in this one. Uh, P.J. Tucker had 17 rebounds, which is wild from that guy. Uh, Trey Young, as we mentioned, 42 points, 13 rebounds, 10 assists. Trey, how you feel about Trey? Like, are we – is this a guy, like, with his, how bad his defense is? Is he able to make up for what he gives up on the defensive end and on the offensive end? No, I mean, these are the things that he's going to have to factor in from years to come is, you know, learning to be a all around basketball player to get his team over the top. Like this team is not going to have success until he actually learns, you know, takes his game up to another notch. I mean, obviously, offensively, he's never been questioned on that end. I mean, by by some fools, maybe, but he's always been able to shoot the basket and get to the basket and score at a very high level. So those are the things that's not a big ordeal he's going to be an all-star possibly an all-star starter this season but as far as his team making the postseason he might not get there and it's I know obviously basketball is a team sport but he has to continue he has to continue to raise his level of play whether it's both sides I mean this is what's actually going on with Devin Booker and Phoenix I mean these guys are shooting the ball well and continue to be effective on offense but if they don't contribute on the defensive end their teams are continue to struggle in New Orleans, the Pelicans hand the Bulls their fifth straight loss, 123-108. to 108. Brandon Ingram had 29 points, 8 rebounds, 11 assists. J.J. Redick had 24 points. Jackson Hayes with 14 points, 12 rebounds, 4 blocks. Zach Levine had 32, 5 rebounds, and 6 assists for the Bulls in the loss. In Utah, the Jazz defeat the Knicks in a Emmanuel Moutier revenge game. He had 20 points, 4 assists for the Jazz. Uh, Frank Nilakina with 16 and 4 rebounds. Uh, Boyan Bogdanovich had 20 points and three rebounds. Rudy Gobert with 16 points and 16 rebounds. In San Francisco, which is weird to say, the Bucks defeat the Warriors 107 to 98. Giannis had 30 points, 13 rebounds, four assists. Chris Middleton with 21, seven and six. Uh, Glenn Robinson the third and Damian Lee 15 points apiece. And Alex Burks leading the way for the Warriors with 19 points, seven assists, and five rebounds off the bench. 
Trey, it's time for the lines of the night. We actually had some pretty good lines tonight. Uh, James Harden, 41 points, 10 rebounds, 10 assists. We're going to pretend that he just, you know, shot the ball well. Uh, Trey Young with 42, 13, and 10. Nikola Jokic, 33 points, 6 rebounds, 7 assists, a steal, a block, and a game-winning bucket. And Terrence Davis, you know, we're going to give it up. Terrence Davis, rookie, making his first start. 23 points, 11 rebounds, 5 assists. Trey, who, who are you going to give the line of the night to? Uh, I'm going to give it to Terrence Davis. Uh you know, it's just like giving line to like giving line to the night. It's just like giving a game ball, and you know, this is a name that I plan on saying later on down the line. So, you know, kudos to him and and, and getting the job done. Those other guys, I kind of expect that out of them, but this was a, a, a new one, so I definitely want to you know give a shout out to him. Yeah, he also brought the defense tonight, which was which was huge. I mean, this team really needed him. That's going to do it for today's show. Don't forget about the other basketball shows across the Athletic Podcast Network. We still have your favorite shows like Back to Back with Nerder She Wrote, Basketball Buds, uh, Hoops Adjacent. We've got No Dunks, Tampering, House of Strauss. Plus, we have over a dozen team-specific shows available from some of your favorite athletic beat writers. Don't forget to follow the shows you want to listen to on the app so you get notifications every time a new episode drops. If you're not a member of The Athletic, I don't know what you're waiting for. You can get all of our podcasts with no ads, plus you get the amazing writing and coverage across every major sport for a super low price. Get 40% off your subscription today at theathletic.com slash dings. You never know when these promos end, so go do it right now. Quit waiting. Thank you guys for waking up with us. Trey, take us home, buddy. Ding, ding. Ding, ding.